Welcome to another episode of Jim Lunsford's Resilience Unleashed, the podcast that empowers you to face life's harshest trials head-on. I'm Jim Lunsford, your guide through the murky trenches of life's battles. What's our objective? To emerge from each challenge stronger, wiser, and infinitely more resilient. Here, you're not just a bystander, but a resilience warrior in training, learning the tactics and strategies that enable you to fight the shadows of addiction, trauma, and the myriad obstacles life throws your way. Before we dive in, let me share something unique about this podcast. Each episode is actually a direct adaptation of articles from our headquarters, resilienceunleashed.net, brought to life through the power of AI. That's right, an advanced artificial intelligence reads the articles, providing you with critical insights and tactics in a new, accessible format. Today's episode promises to equip you with the mental and emotional ammunition you'll need to rise above your circumstances. Our mantra is simple, be better today than you were yesterday. So gear up, warrior. You're about to experience a transformation that doesn't just change you, but reshapes your core. Let's get after it. Cracking the Code, the Neuroscience of Self-Control and Discipline. Introduction. Greetings, Resilience Warriors. I'm Jim Lunsford. The battlefield of life is strewn with obstacles, distractions, and adversaries. What separates the conquerors from the conquered? One word, discipline. You hear it all the time. Get disciplined. Stay disciplined. But what does that mean? More importantly, how do you attain it and sustain it? That's what we're diving into today. We're not just scratching the surface, we're digging deep, deep into the trenches of the human psyche, into the neurological frameworks that shape your actions, and into the strategic planning that sets you up for victory. We're mapping out the long war of discipline, not just the short-lived battles. The science is your reconnaissance, your intel on the enemy within, and the tools at your disposal. Your strategy is your battle plan, the tactics and operations that will see you seize and hold your objectives. The long war is the realization that this isn't a sprint, it's a marathon, a series of interconnected battles that demand unwavering commitment. And once you've gained territory, you need to hold it. You secure your gains and prep for the next objective. Then, we rally for the endless mission ahead, a perpetual campaign requiring you to adapt, overcome, and advance. But remember the backbone of all this, the constant through every phase, is a lifelong commitment to discipline. This is not a drill. This is not a pep talk. This is a call to arms. Lock and load, warriors. We're diving into the unforgiving, relentless, yet infinitely rewarding world of discipline. Why? Mastering self-control, understanding its science, and applying its principles is not just the key to achieving your goals. It's the key to leading a life worth living. Section 1, The Psychological Battlefield Listen, this isn't a game. This is psychological warfare, and it's happening in your mind every single day. You have an objective, but there are barriers, both external and internal. The psychological landscape of self-control is like a battlefield full of ambushes, booby traps, and enemy forces waiting to derail you from your mission. First off, let's talk about the psychological models that examine self-control. 
you've got various theories, from ego depletion, which posits that willpower is like a finite resource, to the dual system theory, highlighting the constant battle between your rational self and your impulsive self. These models aren't just academic banter, they're your intel, your reconnaissance data. Know them, understand them, and use them to navigate the battlefield. Ego depletion tells you that your willpower isn't unlimited. Every choice you make, every temptation you resist, draws from the same pool of willpower. Ever wonder why it's hard to maintain discipline at the end of the day? That's ego depletion in action. Your willpower reserves are running low. But get this, knowing this fact can arm you. You can plan your day to tackle the hardest tasks when your willpower tank is full. Don't schedule the gym session after a day full of tough decisions. Do it when you're fresh. Now, let's move on to behavioral economics. Have you heard of hyperbolic discounting? This is the enemy sniper hiding in the bushes. It's the tendency to undervalue future rewards in favor of immediate gains. I'll skip the gym today, and I'll go tomorrow, you say. But tomorrow never comes, or if it does, it brings new excuses. Understand that hyperbolic discounting is an enemy you face every day. Recognize it, call it out, and dismantle it. When you're tempted to go for that immediate gratification, think about your long-term goals. Visualize them. Feel them as if they are happening right now. That future reward will start feeling much more immediate, and the scales will tip in favor of long-term gains. You also need tactics, like those kids in the marshmallow test Walter Mitchell didn't just identify the patient kids as good and the impatient ones as bad. He observed strategies. Some kids turned away from the marshmallow, others sang songs or played games in their minds to distract themselves. They deployed psychological tactics to achieve their objective of waiting. The battle was won in their imagination before it manifested in reality. You need to do the same. Create mental frameworks that help you resist temptation. Develop your psychological tactics and arm yourself with them. Psychology isn't a spectator sport. It's a tool set. It's the weapon you wield in the battle for self-control. So, arm yourself. Educate yourself. Train yourself. And when the time comes, and it will come, you will be ready to dominate the battlefield that is your mind. Section 2, The Neurological War Zone We've navigated the psychological battlefield, but that's just one theater of war. Now it's time to dig into the command center itself, your brain. Don't underestimate the complexity of this piece of biological hardware. It's where your decisions are made, and it's where the battle for self-control rages on a cellular level. Your brain isn't just a lump of gray matter, it's a highly specialized organ filled with regions that have specific tasks, all working in concert, or sometimes at odds, with each other. Front and center is the prefrontal cortex. Think of it as the commanding officer of your brain, the rational part that thinks about consequences plans ahead, and makes calculated decisions. When you're about to reach for that extra slice of cake or skip a workout, it's your prefrontal cortex that steps in and says, hold on. Think about the mission. Think about the objectives. But the prefrontal cortex isn't operating in a vacuum. It's under constant bombardment from the limbic system, the primitive part of your brain responsible for emotions and desires. The limbic system is like the grunt that wants to charge headlong into every fight without thinking about strategy or risks. 
It wants what it wants, and it wants it now. You could say that the prefrontal cortex and the limbic system are in a constant tug of war. When you give in to temptation, it's usually because the limbic system has gained the upper hand. When you resist and make a disciplined choice, give a nod to your prefrontal cortex for holding the line. But here's the kicker, you can train your prefrontal cortex to be stronger. Just like a soldier in boot camp, your brain can be disciplined. Studies have shown that mindfulness and meditation can boost the prefrontal cortex's control over the limbic system. And it's not just about sitting quietly and breathing. Engaging in challenging cognitive tasks, problem-solving exercises, and, yes, even physical exercise can fortify your prefrontal cortex. The neurotransmitter dopamine also plays a role here. It's like the radio signal that both the prefrontal cortex and the limbic system are trying to tune into. Dopamine signals pleasure and reward, but it can be hijacked. Drugs, junk food, social media, these can flood the brain with dopamine, making the limbic system scream, more. More! But the prefrontal cortex can be trained to regulate these dopamine surges better, to interpret the signal more selectively and say, not now. Stay the course. The brain is plastic, meaning it can change and adapt. Each time you exercise self-control, you rewire your brain to handle future temptations better. You're turning the tide in this neurological war. But never get complacent. The enemy is always adapting, always looking for a weak point. Stay vigilant. Train hard. Strengthen your prefrontal cortex. Keep that limbic system in check. And most importantly, stay on the warpath. This battle never ends, but it's a battle you can win. Section 3, Strategies for Victory You've mapped out the psychological terrain. You've fortified your neurological command center. But even with the best troops and the most advanced weaponry, victory isn't guaranteed without a solid battle plan. You need strategies, you need tactics, and you need them now. First things first, set clear objectives. In military operations, the mission is defined down to the last detail. The same goes for your life. What are you after? Health? Business success? A stable family? Get specific, break it down into smaller tasks and objectives, and write it down. When the mission is clear, you won't waste time or resources on irrelevant skirmishes. Now let's talk about Ulysses contracts. This is some ancient wisdom that's as applicable today as it was thousands of years ago. Ulysses knew he'd be sailing past the sirens, temptresses that lured sailors to their deaths with their irresistible songs. So, what did he do? He had his men tie him to the mast and plug their ears with beeswax. He made it impossible to act on impulse. Apply this in your life. Want to stick to a diet? Get rid of the junk food in your house. Make it a hassle to fail. Lock yourself into a course of action that supports your mission and eliminates the paths that lead to failure. Accountability is another weapon in your arsenal. Get a workout buddy. Find a mentor. Update them on your progress and your setbacks. Let them hold you to your commitments. When you know someone is watching, when you know you'll have to answer for your actions, you're more likely to stay the course. And listen, everyone slips up. It's part of the war. But accountability ensures that a retreat doesn't turn into a full-blown rout.
Time management is also a strategic element. Your day should be planned like a military operation. Know when and where you're most vulnerable and plan accordingly. If you're more disciplined in the morning, schedule the most challenging tasks for that time. If you tend to lose focus in the afternoon, set that time for tasks that don't require intense concentration but still move the needle. Allocate your resources where they're most effective. Don't underestimate the power of psychological barriers either. Make simple but effective rules for yourself. No snacks after 9 p.m. No checking social media during work hours. These are your standing orders. They aren't up for debate. When you set these rules, you free up mental resources by eliminating the need to decide. The decision has already been made. Finally, maintain a strong alliance with people who uphold the same standards of discipline. Your environment influences you more than you realize. If slackers and excuse makers surround you, their habits will seep into your mindset. Find a tribe that elevates you and lives by the same code of discipline, and your resolve will be fortified. You've got your mission, your battle plan, and your allies. Execute with relentless discipline. Adapt and overcome. Strategies aren't just a one-time setup, they're living, evolving doctrines that you must constantly refine in the face of new challenges. Keep your eye on the objective and drive forward. You've got the tools, now go forth and conquer. Section 4, The Long War Ahead You've gathered intel on the psychological battlefield. You've studied the lay of the land in the neurological war zone. You've set your strategies for victory. Now what? You may think you're set. You may think you're ready to take on the world. But let me tell you, this is a long war. It's a lifelong war. And in a long war, what matters most is not just strength or strategy, it's endurance. It's the ability to maintain the fight day in and day out. Get this straight, discipline isn't a sprint, it's a marathon. It's not one in grand gestures, but in the small, consistent actions you take every day. It's easy to get pumped up by a motivational video or an inspiring talk and think you figured it out. But the hype fades. What's left is you and the grind. That's where your real metal is tested. That's where heroes are made or broken. This long war demands that you become a student of endurance. That means mastering the art of resilience. Failures and setbacks are not just possible, they're inevitable. You will take hits. You will stumble. You might even fall. But you have to get up. You have to keep moving. Resilience isn't about avoiding failure, it's about learning how to recover from it. And here's the thing, every time you bounce back, you build that resilience muscle. You're making it easier for future you to stand up after being knocked down. And make no mistake, in the future, you will need that strength. Now, about that resilience, one of the biggest mistakes you can make is to be too hard on yourself. Don't mistake self-flagellation for discipline. Beating yourself up after a setback does nothing but drain your morale and erode your self-esteem. Instead, conduct an after-action review. What went wrong? How can you adjust? What's the new plan? Make these assessments with the cold, calculated eye of a battle-hardened general, not the frantic guilt of a soldier who's lost his way. Consistency is key in the long war. Your actions must align with your mission, 
day in and day out. But that kind of consistency requires systems, not just goals. If your objective is to get in shape, a goal might be to lose 30 pounds. That's good, but a system is better. A system hits the gym four times a week, with no exceptions. A system is eating clean, meal prepping every Sunday, and tracking your macros. Systems are what transform lofty goals into ground-level actions. Systems are your daily marching orders, your standard operating procedures. Stick to them. Also, recognize the value of rest and recovery. Even the most elite forces in the world understand the necessity of downtime. Overworking yourself leads to burnout, and burnout leads to defeat. Your discipline shouldn't just be about doing more, it should be doing what's most effective. That includes taking time to recharge to hit the battlefield with full intensity. Remember, discipline is your ally in this long war. But it's not an ally that shows up fully formed and battle-ready. It's one that you have to train, day by day, action by action. You build it, you shape it, and you make it an unbreakable part of who you are. This war never ends, but that's no reason for despair. It's a reason for relentless, unyielding commitment to the mission, a disciplined life. Section 5. Maintaining the Gains You've delved into the psyche, cracked open the neurology, strategized for victory, and braced for the long war. But one of the most crucial aspects of any war is to hold the territory you've gained. In military terms, it's called securing the objective. This phase is where many falter. They win a few battles and then get lax, losing all their hard-fought gains. Don't let that be you. The first thing you've got to realize is that complacency kills. The moment you think you've got it all figured out, the moment you think you can let your guard down, you're most vulnerable. Your hard work has given you a fortified position, but if you don't man the watchtowers, if you don't patrol the perimeter, your fortress will fall. That's a guarantee. Consistency was important for getting here, but it has become even more crucial. Your daily habits, your routines, are your standing army. They are what will keep the enemy at bay. Now, don't confuse maintaining gains with stagnation. You're not sitting still, you're holding the line while looking for the next objective. The landscape of life is constantly changing. New challenges will arise, and old strategies may not work. The enemy evolves, so you must, too. That means continuous learning and continuous adaptation. Read more, train harder, and stay humble. Your past victories are just that, past. It's the next battle that counts. Always forward. And let's talk about the elephant in the room, setbacks. They're going to happen. I don't care how disciplined you are, how well you've planned, or how strong your fortress is. Setbacks are not a possibility, they're a guarantee. And you need to plan for them. When they happen, they're not a sign of failure, they're an opportunity for growth. A setback is a chance to reassess, to find the weak point in your defenses, and to fortify them. A setback is a lesson, and lessons make you stronger. One way to make sure you're maintaining your gains is through regular assessment. This is your reconnaissance mission, your intel gathering. Take stock of where you are in relation to your objectives. Are you closer to your goals, or have you slipped? What's working? What needs to be adjusted? 
This isn't a time for emotional judgments. It's a time for cold, hard facts. Evaluate, adjust, and execute. Maintaining gains also means recognizing and celebrating small victories. I'm not talking about throwing a party because you managed to wake up on time for a week. I'm talking about acknowledging the progress you've made, however small. Those small victories add up, fortifying your mental and emotional state. They're the fuel that keeps you going. In summary, maintaining the gains is about vigilance, adaptation, and the relentless pursuit of improvement. It's a constant cycle, secure, assess, adapt, advance. There is no finish line. There is no point where you get to say, I've made it, kick back, and relax. Not if you want to hold your gains. Your discipline, like your vigilance, must be unending. Section 6, The Final Rally You've deployed the science, drawn the strategies, embraced the grind, and held the line. Now, what's the final word? It's this, never stop. The mission is ongoing. The war never truly ends. And while that may sound like a harsh truth, it's also your greatest ally. Why? Because the fight keeps you sharp. The fight keeps you hungry. The fight is what makes you alive. Discipline and self-control aren't checkboxes on a list. They're a way of life. You don't reach a point where you're disciplined enough and then coast. The moment you let up is the moment you start to lose. You might think you can take a breather, bask in your past victories, and let your guard down. Don't fall for it. That's the siren song that has led many a warrior to ruin. The discipline you've built and the self-control you've developed must be exercised like any muscle. If you don't use them, they atrophy. You lose them. You might ask, when does it end? When do I get to relax? Let me give it to you straight. If you want to live a life of purpose, meaning, and influence, then the grind doesn't stop. And why would you want it to? The grind is what forges you. The grind is your ally, sure. Take moments to rest, to recover, to regroup. But never take your eye off the mission. Your objectives will evolve, the battlefield will shift, and you'll face new enemies. But the war? The war is constant. Think of this as your perpetual campaign. In military terms, you always want to be advancing, seizing new objectives, establishing a stronger foothold. That's how empires are built. That's how legacies are created. You make constant, incremental gains. You use the strategies you've developed to conquer new territories, be it in your personal life, your career, or your inner world. And with each victory, you don't just hold the line, you move it forward. Now, a final point, you're not in this fight alone. You've got allies. You've got people who are inspired by your struggle, who learn from your victories and your setbacks. Yes, your discipline benefits you, but it also lifts everyone around you. It sets a standard. It creates a culture. Whether you know it or not, whether you like it or not, people are watching. What message do you want to send? Be the example. Be the leader you would want to follow. In this war, your weapons aren't just your routines, your strategies, or even your mental toughness. Your ultimate weapon is your indomitable will. That will is fed by your why, your reason for fighting, your reason for enduring. Never lose sight of it.
Keep it at the forefront of your mind, and let it fuel every decision, every action, every moment of your endless war. Warriors, you've got the tools. You've got the strategies. You've got the mindset. And now, you've got your marching orders for the perpetual campaign ahead. So, what are you waiting for? Get out there and execute. Section 7, The Lifelong Commitment to Discipline. You've studied the science, outlined your battle plans, charged through the long war, defended your gains, and rallied for the endless mission ahead. But as we gear up for the final phase, understand this, the key to all of it, the linchpin that holds everything together, is your lifelong commitment to discipline. This is not a one-time project. This is not a month-long challenge. This is your life's work. Why lifelong? Because the second you let go, the second you ease off the gas, the machinery starts to rust, the fortress starts to crumble, and the enemy, complacency, laziness, doubt, starts breaching the walls. You've built something valuable here, something hard-fought and hard-won. Are you willing to let that slip through your fingers? I didn't think so. The concept of a lifelong commitment can be overwhelming. People think, am I signing up for this forever? But that's the wrong lens. Flip the script. It's not a life sentence, it's a life opportunity. Every day, you get to choose who you are and what you stand for. Every day is a new skirmish, a new chance to implement discipline, a new victory to be had. That's not a burden, that's a privilege. But make no mistake, a lifelong commitment doesn't mean a monotonous grind with no variation. Life changes. Circumstances shift. You grow, you evolve, and your strategies for discipline must do the same. That's part of the commitment, the commitment to adapt, reassess, and re-engage with renewed vigor. Your 20-year-old self had different challenges than your 40-year-old self will. Recognize that. Plan for it. Adapt and overcome. Now, in this lifetime of war, you need to be your own best general and your own best soldier. The general in you sets the strategy, looks at the big picture, and makes the hard calls. The soldier in you follows orders, gets down in the trenches, and does the work. Both are vital. If the general isn't strong, the strategy will be flawed. If the soldier isn't strong, the execution will be weak. Nurture both. Train both. Be both. One more thing. The lifelong commitment to discipline is also a commitment to yourself. It's a pledge to be the best version of you, not for a day, not for a year, but for your entire life. It's a promise to strive, fight, and do whatever it takes to achieve your mission. And when you commit to that, something incredible happens. You start to inspire that commitment in others. Your discipline becomes contagious. It spreads to your team, your family, and your community. You start building an army, an army of disciplined individuals, ready to conquer whatever challenges come their way. So, as you face down the long road ahead, brandish your lifelong commitment to discipline like a shield and a sword. It's your defense against complacency, your weapon against mediocrity. Take that commitment and march forward into the battles of today, into the wars of tomorrow. Conclusion Resilience warriors, you've heard the call, and you've been given the intel. 
We've marched through the battlefields of neuroscience and psychology, laid out our tactical plans, grinded through the long war, defended our gains, and embraced the ceaseless campaign that is life. We've drilled down on the fact that this isn't a part-time job, this is a lifetime commitment. The mission is clear, and it's grander than any single objective or temporary goal. It's about crafting a life defined by discipline, a life that doesn't just rise to meet challenges, but seeks them out. A life that doesn't look for shortcuts or easy exits, but thrives in the grind, the struggle, and the relentless pursuit of excellence. But let's get something straight. Information without implementation is useless. You've got the blueprint. You've got the strategies. Now, the real work begins. The grind isn't something you dread. It's something you embrace. And why wouldn't you? It's what shapes you. It's what tests you. It's what provides you the opportunity to prove to yourself and the world what you're made of. Every day you wake up, you're back on that battlefield, new obstacles, challenges, and opportunities for victory. The grind doesn't stop, and neither do you. You drive forward, armed with the knowledge and fortified by the will to implement it. You're in this for the long haul, and that's not a curse, it's a blessing. It means every day is a new day to fight, a new day to win, a new day to be better than you were yesterday. That's not a burden, that's freedom. The freedom to control your destiny, to shape your future, to be the master of your fate. Remember, you're not just doing this for yourself. Your actions, your discipline, your fight, they inspire others. You're setting a standard, not just meeting one. You're leading the way, forging a path for others to follow. You're building not just a disciplined life, but a disciplined legacy. One that will outlast you, one that will speak to your character long after you're gone. Discipline isn't just about personal achievement, it's about creating a ripple effect that inspires, empowers, and uplifts everyone around you. You've got your marching orders. You know the terrain, the enemy, the strategy, and the stakes. Now, it's time to execute. It is time to engage in the relentless, never-ending war that is a disciplined life. It is time to be a leader, a warrior, a force to be reckoned with. Stay disciplined. Stay resilient. This is Jim Lunsford, reporting from the front lines of life's battlefield. The headquarters? ResilienceUnleashed.net. What happens there? It's a crucible where discipline fuses with resilience and character is sculpted from raw will. What are we up against? Addiction, trauma, and the obstacles that ambush you in the dark corners of life. The mission, better today than yesterday. That's the standard. And we're not lone wolves. We're a unit, an army of resilience warriors. We are prepping for tomorrow's battles while also becoming leaders of the fight. Dig in at the trenches at resiliencesunleashed.net for the tactics, strategies, and game plans.